do you really need people? This is a question I get all the time, and I ask myself that. I needed someone this morning because I got a chance to reach out to Mr. Mike Bender last night, and I said, hey, would you like to ride in the morning? And he responded back, yes. And I said, six. And he said, yes. And then I said, 6.30? Because I wanted to sleep a little bit longer. But what was amazing is when I reached out to Mr. Mike Bender, my riding, my cycling partner, I then had a commitment. (laughs) And I knew I had to get up at 6 o'clock or 6.30 and be able to go. And so he held me accountable. And I knew I didn't want to let him down. I wanted to be a man of my word. That's what my pop said. But I tell you, if I had not called Mr. Mike Bender last night or texted him, my butt would have stayed in my bed and not gone up the hill today. And so do we need people? Let me uh, answer this quickly. Maybe. Sometimes. I used to think that it was just a definitive answer, but we have to look at the specific times. I'm going to tell you, we're going to be talking about uh, today, Proverbs 24, the corresponding proverb, corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom. God knew I was going to be in this place right now, not wanting to get out of bed, but he knew Mr. Mike Bender would help me to be able to hold me accountable. So in Proverbs 24, we're going to be talking about, do you really need people? And it's going to come in three uh, aspects, but the fourth isn't coming to the end. And I'm not going to reveal it until you watch all the way to the end. Number one is in uh, opinion. Number two is in counsel. And number three is in, in encouragement. The opinion comes from a lady from Nordstrom's yesterday, and I'll tell you about that. The counsel comes from my wife, Brooklyn, and the encouragement comes from Mr. Mike and so many other friends in my life. The corresponding proverb, corresponding day, I promise you, when you start reading this, it will, when you first start reading it, it'll be amazing because it'll impart wisdom. Then it'll start reading you and it'll start asking you questions about your day. Let's get this party started. This question came to me, uh, you know, yesterday I went to Nordstrom's and I wanted to buy some new clothes. And I don't know if you've ever gone to buy new clothes, but it is probably one of the most, uh, it's a tough thing. I used to buy in other cities um, because I never wanted people to have what I had. I never wanted to show up to a party and somebody be wearing something that I wore. So I would always buy it out of town. But yesterday I went shopping in town. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but I was a little bit down. My hair hadn't been colored in a while, so everything wasn't fitting right. I got into the lights in the, uh, in, the, in the dressing room, and I think they do this on purpose, is they make you feel like maybe you're not as in great a shape, or maybe it's that I need to start riding my bike more. 
But I got in there, I was feeling kind of down, and then here comes the lady. She comes with her opinions. Oh, you need to wear this shirt. You need to do this. You need to do that. And before I knew it, I had a whole wardrobe in the dressing room. And there wasn't a, a compassion. I wasn't feeling her vibe. <laughs> I was feeling that she, uh, a lot of it, wanted to just sell me a bunch of stuff. But that goes into the first one as far as opinion. Do we need other people and do we need their opinion? And not always, sometimes, depending on the person. Now, yesterday, I didn't want this woman's opinion because she was like, hey, you should wear stripes because, no offense, but it makes your belly kind of go away. And I was like, wow, that's not something <laughs> that you should be saying. And I listened to that opinion, though, and it sank in, and I was down kind of throughout the whole entire day, and I was thinking, man, I need to work on my belly, all this stuff. And then this morning, I jumped on the scale, and you know what? I had lost a couple of pounds. So I had listened to her opinion, but that opinion wasn't factual. And a lot of times we do this. And so uh, the, the, in verse 1, I want to read this to you in, verse, uh, in Proverbs 24. Do not envy the wicked. Do not, despise, uh, do not desire their company, for their hearts plot violence and their lips uh, talk about making trouble. Now, I'm not saying that she was plotting violence or that there was uh, nastiness in her heart or that, there was, that she was the wicked woman. But yesterday she was the wicked woman when she told me my belly was too big and uh, that I needed to slim down on the belly. Maybe I needed to hear that. But it was an opinion, but it wasn't based in truth because, well, based on, maybe based off her truth, but based off the truth that, you know, where I was before, <laughs> then I jumped on the scale and I said, hey, I, I listened to the truth. I looked at that and I was doing okay, um, but maybe I do need to listen to her. And so uh, in verse 8 and 9 in Proverbs uh, 24, it talks about whoever plots evil will be known as a schemer. The schemes of the folly are sin, and the uh, and people detest a mocker. In verse nineteen and twenty, it says, "Do not fret because of evildoers, or be envious of the wicked, for the evildoer has no future hope, and the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out." And then it goes through in verse uh, twenty also. Um, actually, I just read 20 and then 28 and 29. So 28 and 29, do not testify against your neighbor without cause. I think she was testifying me, uh, about me without cause. My belly is smaller than it used to be. Maybe she just needs to get to know me a little bit better and stop judging. <laughs> or maybe I just need to make my belly a little smaller. Uh, do not say, uh, I'll do to them as they have done to me. I will pay them back for what they did. See, this opinion that I got, do I need people? Yes, I need the opinion, but I need to make sure that I know where it's coming from. I felt that this woman, her vibe, based off of her heart set, her mindset, and her skill set, they were in line. But what I was feeling as far as her vibe was that she just wanted to sell me a lot of stuff. Or maybe she was just trying to do me a great service. Based on your opinion. Do we need people? The second one is counsel. And see, when I had this happen in, uh, in Nordstrom's yesterday, I was going through and I needed counsel. I needed to step away from it and I needed counsel. And so uh, what I did is I called my wife. <laughs> I called my wife and she, she was not uh, trying to have me talking to her because she was, uh, you know, picking up my son. She was shopping. She was doing all these things. And what was funny for me is I was like, baby, I need some wisdom. And here it is in verse three, in, uh, uh, verse three of Proverbs 24. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding it is established. Through knowledge, its uh, rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. You see, I thought my wife was a, a rare and beautiful treasure, and she would impart wisdom. You know what she said? You need to make a decision, dummy. Like, if you like it, buy it. And then she was like, hey, I just need to move on. 
but she was dropping wisdom on me. Do we need people? Yes, we need counsel. Do we need opinion? Sometimes, depending on who it comes from. But we definitely need counsel. And that counsel is going to come from experience. And my wife has been experienced in shopping, and she makes decisions a little quicker. So in uh, verse 5 and 6, it says, The wise prevail through their great power, and those who have knowledge muster their strength. Surely you need guidance to wage war, and victory is won through many advisors. As I look at this, guys, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, it's not only me reading it, but it's allowing the word to read me. And allowing it to come into today, right now. And I had this experience in, in Nordstrom's yesterday. I was distraught. I, I drove there and I, I was not having a great day. And when I'm not having a great day, I try on a suit and I think, oh man, this baby doesn't fit well. Then the lady says something about my belly. And then I say, I don't like your opinion. So I call for counsel. And that counsel is wise because it was my wife, but she was direct. And she, she let me know. And so uh, in verse, and I, I wrote down in this, in verse 7 also, so in verse 7, it says, Wisdom is too high for fools. In the assembly, at the gate, they must not open their mouths. Guys, check this out. If you want to seek wisdom, right, it says wisdom is too high for fools. Fools just don't go to God and don't respect God because if you respected God or you feared God, then <laughs> he would bring you the wisdom. And see, if we're doing that, then we could accept that wisdom. I needed to accept the counsel and the wisdom from my wife, and she just said, like, if you like it, buy it, and then get out of there. Now, I wanted her to sit with me in my feelings. I, want, I didn't tell her, but I wanted her to console me because someone gave me their opinion about my belly. Well, she didn't. She gave me wise counsel, and you know what? I was ready to wage war. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a warning against false counsel. And in verse 15 and 16, it says, Do not lurk like the thief near the house of the righteous. Do not plunder their dwelling place. For, uh, for though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, and the wicked will stumble when calamity strikes. And in verse 17 and 18, it says, Do not gloat when your enemy falls. When they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice, or the Lord will see and disapprove, uh, disapprove and turn your wrath to turn his wrath away from them. You see, in this situation, I wanted to gloat once my wife told me the right things, and then I want to tell the story, make people laugh, and you know, tell you about the Nordstrom story. And the woman wasn't bad at Nordstrom. She was doing her job. She was doing her job. Now, I didn't like her opinion. As, do I have to accept it all the time? No. But I accepted my wife's because it was counsel. It was someone who I absolutely trusted. Now, it wasn't what I wanted to hear, but it was counsel. But also, too, watch this. When you get opinion from somebody who you don't love, what God is saying is don't gloat. Don't gloat over it. Don't try and shove it down their throat because God will turn his wrath away from them. And uh, the, the last one in this, in counsel, is learn from watching. Sometimes the greatest counsel ever is just watching someone. Well, in verse 30 through 34, it said, I went to the field of the sluggard, past the uh, vineyard of someone who has no sense. Thorns had uh, come up everywhere, and the ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wool was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed. And learn the lesson from what I saw, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an unarmed man. You see, sometimes the greatest counsel is just watching the results of someone who you seek counsel from. It's age old. 
are you gonna hire a uh, a person um, for as a personal trainer when they're not in shape? Are you gonna eat the food of a skinny chef? Well, sometimes counsel, the greatest counsel that we can ever get is by watching somebody, observing them, watching their results, and learning from that. And I said it the other day, uh, we had the Vibe experience for women, and it was amazing. Two and a half days, we aligned the heart, the mind, and the, uh, the skills, and we're working on that as we go through the year. And what I said is every single person has perfect parents. Now think of that. Think of that statement. Every single person on the planet has perfect parents. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, you don't know my parents. I said, no, they are perfect. Whether they were perfect in showing you exactly not what to do or showing you exactly what to do. Either way, they were perfect. Some of us have parents that you watch the examples of it and you become the greatest parent because you watched and you said, I won't be that. Others, you had parents that gave you the example. They showed you that. They showed you it through their, uh, through their actions. And you know what? You followed their actions. But every one of us has the greatest parents, and I would even venture to say the greatest counselors of all time if we will just watch and we will run it through the filter of wisdom. How do we get that? By seeking God. How do we seek God? We just spend time with them. First through the word. And we could do it early on through rituals, through routines, but it's got to come to life at some point. And so as we look at this, the last one, actually not the last one, but I've got one for you at the end. And I told you, you have to watch to the end to be able to get this because it brings it all together. You see, the third one in this is encouragement. Do we need people? Do we need people's opinions? Maybe, sometimes. Do we need people's counsel? All the time. Do we need encouragement? Yes. The reason why I say this is because I was filled up my whole entire life with both my parents. Were they perfect? Did we have perfect circumstances? Absolutely not. But they filled me up all the time. My mom said, you're awesome. You're beautiful. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And my pops would say, boy, you're the greatest. So act accordingly. Imagine that type of encouragement. I get encouraged by my best friend, my brother, big brother Rob. He calls me. He said, you're the greatest, man. I'm proud of you. I get an encouragement from my buddy, Will. He says, there's no one like you in your industry, man. I can't wait to see what you're going to do. I love this pivot. I love the, the way that you're going. You're in the professional beauty industry for 30 years, and now you're moving on in the podcast space and speaking. I want to see what you do, man, because you're different. This is what I hear. I hear encouragement from Tracy. She just texted me and said, you deserve it. I uh, get it from my buddy, Wayne Freeman, from Mr. Mike, getting on the bike with me this morning. Justin. I just got a, a, a text from him this morning encouraging me. Are you encouraging people? Encourage somebody today. Send them out a text. It's free, and it has the greatest ROI of all time. Are you filled up with encouragement? In verse number 10, it says, If you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? Well, I can tell you how small your strength is is how much encouragement that you have before you go into that war. So make sure that you encourage people. It's free. I'm going to encourage all of you to read verse 11, verse 12, verse 13, and verse 14 because that word will come alive and it talks all about encouragement. In uh, verse 13 and 14, eat honey, my son, for it is good. Honey from the comb uh, is sweet to your taste. Know also that wisdom is like honey for you. If you find it, there is a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. Encourage, 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 encourage. Encourage somebody. I got to encourage Tess. She encouraged me. Uh, she encouraged me this morning. I encouraged her. I said, you're awesome. She uh, did some video yesterday, and I said, stay in the top thirds. 
meaning that your face be in the top third. You notice that my face is in the top third. My mouth is in the top third of my frame. There's, there's a frame that goes to about here if you're watching, and then it goes to here, and then it goes down below in the top thirds. Keep your head in the top thirds. It'll be a better video for you. I encouraged her in that, and you know what she did? She did exactly that, and then I encouraged her. Make sure that you are filled up with as much encouragement as possible. The corresponding proverb for the corresponding day will encourage you, but allow God to speak to you in those things. The fourth, which I didn't tell you about at the beginning, but I told you I was coming with it. See, watch this. You can, uh, do you need people's opinion? Sometimes. Do you need people's counsel? Yes, sometimes. Do you need people's encouragement? Yes, sometimes. But here we go. Here's the, 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 the life hack because <laughs> everybody wants it. The life hack is simply to ultimately follow God. Because if you follow God, God's opinion do you need it? Yes. God's counsel, do you need it? Yes. God's encouragement, do you need it? Yes. Will it be enough? That's your choice. I've never had God's opinion be wrong. I've never had God's counsel be wrong. I've never had God's encouragement not fill me up. Do I still need all the other stuff? Absolutely. It's nice. It's gravy. But I tell you, when you ultimately follow God, it's incredible. In verse number 21, in uh, Proverbs 24, in verse 21, it says, Fear the Lord and the king, my son, and do not join his rebellious with rebellious officials, for those two will send sudden destruction on them, and who knows what calamities they will bring. See, what, uh, what God was saying in that is, Fear the Lord and the king, my son. He didn't say the king and the Lord, my son. He said, Fear the Lord. That's where I need my opinion coming from. That's where I need my counsel coming from. That's where I need my encouragement coming from. But also, add to it all the people in your life. And when you have that, it is a recipe for unbelievable results. In verse number 26, as we finish, it says, do not testify. Oh, uh, let's see, uh, number, tw uh, number 27, verse number 27, sorry. Uh, put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. I questioned that for so long, but here it is. Number one, understand your purpose. Number two, work your gifts. Number three, build your life around them. And number four, stay in communication with God. How do we do that? The corresponding proverb, corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom that will be applicable today. Mr. Mike, thank you so much for riding today. Do you need people? Yes, you need people. My mom said it like this as a, as a kid. She would always say to me, she said, sometimes we just need Jesus with skin. We need somebody to encourage us. Yesterday, I had a tough time. Lady said, my belly was too big. I was going back and forth at Nordstrom's. I was down. I was actually teared up. I was crying on the way home. And you know what I wanted someone to do? I wanted a text. I wanted a call. Nobody called. But you know who showed up? in that truck while tears are streaming down my face. God did. He said, I'm with you, son. I'm with you. And I'll always be. Proverbs 24. Corresponding proverb. Corresponding day. 3,000-year-old wisdom. If you're loving these, check out the playlist. It's called The Wisdom and the Vibe. It's got all of the corresponding proverbs for the corresponding days. And I challenge you. Encourage someone today. 
be the counselor for someone and give a phenomenal opinion of what it is that they're doing. My name is Kelly Cardenas. I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, self.